Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Liverpool have just beaten West Ham United 2-1 at the London Stadium, I believe it's called. Um, it is our third win on the bounce. I'm here with Elliot to discuss it here tonight. How are you doing, mate? I'm good, I'm good. Another win for me to discuss. I feel like I'm in dreamland. <laughs> you a bounce, mate. We're an absolute know, bounce right, right now. <laughs> uh, but yeah, guys, if you are in here, if you're coming in a bit later, or if you're watching this back on the replay, please make sure you absolutely smash that like button. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. And um, yeah, we'll get straight into it. So um, yeah, we all spoke after after the Forest game. Um, and we were relatively happy with how we how we played. We were all relatively happy with the lineup. Uh, mm-hmm. Made a couple changes today, or was it just the one? Yeah, just the one. I think it is. Just isn't the it? one. Yeah, Matip comes in um, for Canate, and thankfully Klopp has said that the Canate injury is nothing serious. And I think he said if it was the final day of the season, then he uh, possibly would have played him. It's just mm-hmm. one of those things. But um, Elliot, was you happy with that again? Uh, yeah, surprise, but um, more more than more than happy with it because I, I thought he may just tinker with it a slightly bit more with with maybe Nunes or Thiago as as I said after the Forest game. But I mean, hindsight's a wonderful thing with massive scoring. But I did question Massive instead of Gomez just to feel like Gomez haven't played right back quite frequently could maybe suit that role a bit more. But it didn't seem to phase Massive really in the end. Absolutely, mate. Uh, the game starts off. Um... Bit. Mm. I think they score relatively early, don't they? They score in the 12th mm-hmm. minute. Um, thoughts on the goal, mate? Could have been avoided, could have been better. Tight, yeah, tight, more tight. It's one of them, isn't it? Where kind of the Van Dyke stands off and he's been criticized a little bit for that this season. Uh, maybe he can you know engage quicker. You know, it's about intervening before it gets to Piquetta, but Piquetta has a nice long time on the ball before he gets his shot off uh, and a little deflection maybe Alisson could do better but um, it's one of them I don't think it's one where you can go over the over the top with it with with you know criticism or it's just maybe a couple of little tiny errors where you can stop the ball get into Piquetta and then maybe just engage with Piquetta a bit earlier on but it's a bit of a fluke as well isn't it with a little deflection so I don't think it's too much to really be concerned about yeah, absolutely, mate. And I, I said to my brother when that goal went in, like, that's now the last three goals we've conceded of all taking deflections, which is mm-hmm. really frustrating because I think most of them were pretty 
reasonable shots. Allison probably would have saved them all had they not taken deflections. Um, mm. But it, it was a sharp goal from West Ham. They they looking good in, at that moment, and yeah, like you say, um, could have been avoided. I think you know Virgil could have been tighter. Um, yeah. But it is what it is. We know how Virgil likes to defend. Sometimes it mm-hmm. works. Sometimes it doesn't. I'm seeing it not work. Uh, more often than working this season. <laughs> yeah, um, this season. Big yeah. up, Eunice. Um, big up, mate. Uh, hi, Ben. Pequeta's score reminds me of Mount score, Amford and COVID season. One, two, and Fabinho. And no closing down. Yeah, to be fair, you, you're spot on. Um, sometimes I do forget those goals in that season. because <laughs> yeah. Exist in my yeah, that season um, was a simulation, I, I, I think. remember that goal. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> thanks for joining the, the stream, mate. I hope you're good. Um, but yeah, what what did you what did you think of uh, the defense as a whole today? Because Joe Matip did get man of the match. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a couple of times where we were tested. The jab bowing offside goal, which you know was the correct decision. So you probably just say, yeah. okay, they probably just about did the job. Um, yeah, how, what what did you think of that back four today, mate? I mean, I thought it's it, it's a difficult one, really, because as you said, the Bowen goal—it's kind of you can praise them for catching them offside, but then you can also say Van Dijk does not do well because he doesn't. Um, if that goal—it's a fraction offside, really—and if it stands, people will quite rightly criticise Van Dijk for again, kind of similar to Piquetta goal, where he's not tight. Um, it's not great. It's not a good look, but luckily, get, I don't want to say the phrase he gets away with it because the whole high line, Liverpool strong line, kind of going back to when they were so successful under Klopp mm. is, is kind of such a you know a big thing for them. So I don't want to say he got away with one, but he kind of did at the same time. Uh, massive, as I said, massive was he looked strong. It looked like he was like a battle and an edge with them all, to be honest. Which is some is again, it's really pleasant to see. And uh, Robertson, I like Robertson in this role. Uh, he can get forward, but he, you know, he can also defend, uh, which is kind of his, his game in a, in a nutshell as a fullback. So it kind of suits him, I think. I mean, I still think someone will come in a proper centre half for, for the role if, if we uh, persist with it. And then Trent, mm. he was Trent was exceptional today. He was absolutely brilliant. So the back four as a whole, as a defensive unit, I was impressed. To be fair, I think it was it was a nice. It was nice to see them just, you know, battle and be, you know, passionate. It sounds so stupid, but passionate, you know, to see them be so... Yeah. Buzzing, you say sound... ...clearance and stuff like that. Yeah, you say it sounds stupid, mate, but it absolutely doesn't because, you know, mm-hmm. we'd associate those words that you just said with the Liverpool teams that have been so successful down the years, but the Liverpool yeah. team of this season certainly they haven't, haven't shown it, no. They haven't, mm-hmm. No, they haven't. When we've gone a goal down, they haven't looked like wanting to get back into it. And I think... Um, this is something I gave the lads credit for on the last stream we did um, against Forest. Every time we conceded, they just thought, okay, fine, we yeah. conceded a goal, now let's go again. And today, obviously, we go a goal down so early on, there's so much time to get back into the game, um, mm-hmm. and we wasted no time at all. And in the 18th minute, seven, six or seven minutes later, um, Cody Gakpo scores, mate. And Gakpo, I put a tweet up at half time for me. I'm not just talking about his goal or the goals he scored. For me, he's just the most perfect and complete forward we could have got for the system, even mm-hmm. more so than Darwin Nunes, Diogo yeah. Jota. I think when you're looking at a Jurgen Klopp forward, somebody that you know presses, uh, is press resistant, has an amazing first touch, he carries the ball forward, he can strike a ball, he can assist. 
I genuinely, when I watch Cody Gakpo now, I don't really see a weakness in his game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's really good because I, I remember questioning. I think everyone, I mean, no one in the right mind would have jumped on him after his first few games. But I think I kind of questioned at the time, thinking playing him through the middle seems a bit strange. And, you know, Nunes on the left, where Gakpo's played there his whole career, but it seems to be like an absolute masterstroke that sign. And because he, he's just Roberto Firmino all over, but exactly. even even like maybe stronger and maybe a bit more where he comes deeper and can carry the ball because he can shrug off plays a bit more. Maybe you're doing Firmino a disservice there, but Gakpo just looks like he can't get the ball off him because he's so strong and he, the way he carries the ball is brilliant. I just think he, he is now the system for me. The, the way they found the Firmino replacement like that. You know, it is is really credit to them. It, it looks like a fantastic sign and, and one for the future for Liverpool, where, where this team will be built around them. Because, as you said, he can do. You know, some of his goals. Okay, maybe he's not the most consistent of goal scorer at the moment, but the, the goals they're all so different and they're all just brilliant in their own in their own ways. So, like tonight's one, it's a brilliant shot. We haven't seen that from really. It's just a long shot, and it's 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 just good. It's brilliant. Like out of nothing, bang it in the back of the net. So there's so many different aspects of his game where the, the system's just around him now. And I think, as I said, it's a master stroke for signing really. Yeah, absolutely, mate. And it was another Trent assist and mm-hmm. people would say, oh, are you going to count a five yard pass? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. It's what um, the least he deserves really from that, from that mate, performance tonight. Arsenal fans, Arsenal fans used to do this all the time with Mesut Ozil. So <laughs> this is what I'm going to do now. Trent, so, <laughs> Five assists in his last four. Um, we'll get on to Trent a bit later on because I know you mentioned him um, earlier. Angel Kelly says, I think Curtis Jones plays like he has welly boots on his feet. I mean, I didn't really get that impression today myself. From... Uh, no, not really. I thought he was all right. Uh, Nothing special, but I think with the role, if Robinson goes forward, he has to cover. It's simple as that. So There is somebody really that special. did play with while he's on their feet, though. Um, it's the captain for me. Um, yeah, and he just—it's one of them again, isn't it? He looks so obviously with death in this in this role. It's 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 did it shouldn't be there next season, like in that role. This is, the player. This, is this is exactly the thing. Like, of course, we can all sit here and criticize John Henderson. You know, it's so easy to do. He is probably the weak link in the in the team at the minute. But I've, I remember saying this about James Milner all season, and now I'm, I'm saying the same thing about Henderson. The reality is we've not planned well enough to be in a situation where Jordan Henderson can play 10, 15 games, come on for the last 20 minutes to show things up a bit. Well, show things up, I don't know if he'd do that, but um, to just see a game out. And, you know, mm-hmm. realistically now, Milner should probably be moved on, and Henderson could go to that role. And then we have younger midfielders, but obviously that's not happened for whatever reason. Um, and we can only ha- we can only hope that in the summer they do enough business to make sure that yeah. we aren't relying on Jordan Henson for forty games next season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it seems like Klopp's just persistent with it for the sake of persistent with it. To be honest, um, he is the captain, so I mean it's fair enough you're going to play him, but he does seem the weak link in this new system because he's ending up further forward than Gakpo at times. He's ending up. On the wing at times, he's never he's never done that in his career really. So that's what's to, confusing about me. We've got Harvey Elliott who was in yeah. the position. Like mm-hmm. It's weird, isn't it? I mean, I think maybe a bit a bit of the thinking is that Defensive if tr- yeah, if Trent does get caught kind of forward in the role, 
Henderson can just run and, you know, he's, he's a more defensive-minded player than Elliot. But I'm sure Elliot would be able to do that as well because he'll have the hunger and desire of wanting to really put his name, you know, one of the first names of the team sheet, which he was before the system changed. Whether people agree with that or not is a totally another question, but he was always in the starting lineup. So it, it's a bit of a strange one. I mean, it seems like time for an out to change it now. So I feel like he might just persist with Henderson for the rest of the season, which... Look at Liverpool have won three games with a bounce, so you can't really question too much. But he, he is seemingly the weak link in the system, especially in attacking in the attacking third. It's a bit like, yeah, we know it. He can't really do it on the wing, so let's just wait and see for the summer. Really, Mount is obviously the one for that. Yeah, well, there's a bit. Of, seems to be a bit of spanner in the works with that. Yeah, it? the whole Pochettino thing going there. Apparently, mm-hmm. he like Mount, and they want to, you know, use homegrown players more often and. If 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 he if Mount rates Pochettino as a manager, you probably expect him to stay there now. But you know, if mm-hmm. you know they still fail to give him the money he wants, and if he still feels like he'd rather put on the clock, then yeah, yeah, it depends on the pitch that Liverpool have given him. Really, it depends how uh, much clap and get round us round him and see see what happens. Really, but every club's also linked with him, so I'm sure he'd be keeping his options very yeah, much exactly. open because you would do, wouldn't you? Really, especially if the likes of Bayern Munich are sniffing around after him. 100%. Um, so, yeah, we got into half-time at 1-1. Um, I was relatively happy with the first half. I think any game this mm-hmm. season now where we go behind and we manage to equalise at half-time or before half-time, I'm relatively happy because I know in the second half they're probably going to come out with more fight and more, more desire, especially this side of the season, at least. Before, no. Before, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, a goal down or whatever, I was like, you know, forget about it, we'll get a point. But now, especially from the last three games, I've seen that sort of fight and grit come back. And I was just looking forward to the second half based on that. Uh, Trent was playing well. Um, I thought, um, yeah, the Robertson was playing well and the whole attack was doing okay. But then it wasn't until the, when did Matip scores it? Like 67th minute, uh, Matip scores ahead of me. And there was a lot of chatter on social media before the game, like there always is, when the lineup came out, um, Matip starting. Yeah, I know you disagreed with it, but you, you don't yeah. go to Twitter and cry about it. No, That's no. <laughs> you probably look at it and think, "Oh, you know what? Fine, I'll give it a go." Yeah, but, you know, some people were just outright dismissing it on online, mm-hmm. and um, this is why you don't do that because Joe Matip got <laughs> man of the match. He was absolutely rock solid today, on the ball, off the ball, um, scored a header. Happy days, mate. Yeah, he was he was he was solid. I mean, there was one part, just one part where Ben Rahman absolutely does Fabinho and him in one little oh, yeah. go on the left wing. I just thought, oh god. But apart from that, he was solid. He was, you know, I, I used the word again, but passionate about his defending. It's something we haven't seen. You know, willingness to just do the, the dirty work. And like, towards the end, he's getting his foot in front of Bowen and he's getting a kick to the ankle and he's in pain, but he's doing it for the three points and it was brilliant. It was really good. Um, whether Massive stays or not is a different question, but in this summer, but he was he was solid today, and I think that's all you can ask for, especially in a different role. I don't think Massive really suited that role. That's why I kind of questioned it to myself um, when I saw the team because Gomez, we we know Gomez is quick. He hasn't been great this season, of course, but because he can cover space and ground quickly, it would have been it would have been logical to maybe play him. But Massive Massive's done the job um, really well, so you can't can't criticise me. Yeah, he had a good chance to to score the winner before the header, didn't he? Where the big big scuff. 
big scruffy like play in the six yard box with the, the headers bullets absolute bullets similar to palace going back to 2017 away um awful mark and but great header so you can't can't say a bad word about his performance really i don't think as rightly so man of the match really Absolutely, and I think the quality from the set pieces as well at the minute is really good. Yeah. Um, we're, we, I saw it the most against Forest, to be fair. A few against Leeds, but Forest, every single set piece went to a Liverpool player. And again, that sounds really silly, but you know we've seen so many poor set pieces this season, so many terrible deliveries. But the last few games, we seem to have locked it down to, to a T, really. And um, mm-hmm. I'm really happy with it because, you know, it's bringing the best out of Robertson again. It's bringing the best out of Trent, obviously. And we've got options in the box to score from Corn. It's like, realistically, our centre-back should all be on about five goals minimum a season <laughs> yeah, because yeah. the amount of chances that we should be able to cause from free kicks from corners um, is crazy. And I think Virgil, I know, actually, I think he came off a defender. Uh, I thought Virgil at the time had a, a good chance again with his head, but I think it did come off a West Ham defender, to be fair. So I'll let him off with that one. Um, but yeah, uh, we make the changes, mate. I did feel like when he took Gakpo off, to be fair, the front three kind of lost the way a bit when Diaz and Nunes came on. Yeah, I mean, it's hard, isn't it? It's, it's I don't want to say worrying. It feels like a bit of a strong term, but Nunes coming on for 15 minutes, I don't want that to be a regular theme because there's a player in there and Liverpool do need to figure out how to get that player. Um, the, the front three did look a bit... You know, they've kind of just been thrown on, which is probably expected when Diaz has been injured. Uh, Nunes, you know, he's not not started the, the same lineup basically the last three games apart from Massive tonight. So a bit rusty, maybe, I suppose you can say. Diaz, certainly, I think you can say that for. But Nunes, he had a few few times on the break and he looked like he, the ball was getting stuck under his feet. He didn't know what to do. It's just not great. It's kind of going back to maybe the start where you kind of thought, oh, you know, he's got to get used to it. And now we've the back end of the towards the, the back end of the season. It's looking the same thing. And it's not brilliant because we all know we've seen Nunes. He's, he's brilliant uh, as a player. He can cause chaos and in, in front of goal. But you give him time to think and time to make a decision. It seems like he can kind of overthink it himself. So, mm. I mean, I'm listen, I'm going off 15 minutes towards the end of the game, which Liverpool looked like they were going to win. And you're relying on the defence a bit more than you really should have done instead of the attack. So we can probably say, okay, you know, he's only getting two chances on like a transition. But apart just going off them, it doesn't look great. But uh, nice to see Diaz on. Um, not brilliant, but you know, nice little turn in the corner at one point against Kufal. But uh, just getting match fitness for the next se- for next season is probably the priority for Diaz at this point. Absolutely, mate, and. Um... Liverpool have just put a tweet up about Curtis Jones, boss again tonight. Curtis Jones had a picture of him. Um, what are your thoughts on that, mate? Because obviously, again, he's another young player that's been under a lot of scrutiny. Yeah. I've always had a strong opinion on Curtis Jones and the expectations that I think supporters have on his on his shoulders because, one, mm-hmm. he's a local lad. It's always going to be yeah. a high expectation there. Um, you know, two, is a young player. Everyone wants the young players to be as good as Jude Bellingham, which is just not always possible. Mm-hmm. So, I think for me, I've always said that Curtis Jones has a future at this club. Yeah. In what capacity, I don't know. But mm-hmm. from your perspective, mate, um, the last few games, Curtis Jones has rightfully kept his place. What are your thoughts on him, mate, in this in this team and this setup? The setup, he looks really good. Uh, I don't think the, st- the standards went particularly high for the midfield this season. So, as soon as Jones kind of regained his fitness and was given the nod, I think, you know, 
you're going to expect good good performances where you can sit back and watch and go, you know what, he's actually played well because some performances in the midfield three when it was just a standard 4-3-3 were not good by any stretch of the imagination. So the fact he's got three games on the bounce and realistically should get the whole of the season on the bounce now, I'd imagine, is really positive. Um, the problem is with that is kind of Thiago. Where do you fit him in? Um, he came <laughs> on today on, on the right, which did seemed a bit weird. Uh, not his role. Uh, doing what well, it's not Henderson's role. I don't think it's any midfielder's role apart from Elliot, but we haven't seen him there, which is strange. Um, especially with the links with McAllister. Listen, I know McAllister can play the 68 and the 10, but if McAllister is going to play in that left role a bit more than you know any other role, I think Jones maybe it's one of them again where you're going to question his role, but that's going into next season and looking at a possible negative situation. I think he's got, he'll have, he's probably one of the first names in the, on the team sheet now for the rest of this season where Champions League maybe a bit too far gone, but there's a fight for European football on the card. So it's a big vote of confidence and local lad. He's done it before at Liverpool. He's, he's shown glimpses of attacking quality. Now he's showing maturity, you know, covering the fullback when Robinson goes forward and just, you know, an, an aura really in that midfield where he's dominating it helps. It really helps Fabinho, especially, I think. Um, so I, I do think that not a big, I don't want to say big feature because everyone said that when he scored that goal against Everton, but there's certainly a future at this goal for Jones. And I think anyone writing him off is just pure stupid, to be honest. I think it <laughs> sounds harsh, but I do think it's true. No, it's it's, it's not harsh, mate. I, I 100% agree. Um, I, if you think he's not good enough to be a regular starter, I, I understand that, but mm-hmm. people, you know, have such like I call it clickbaity opinions on social mm-hmm. media. Like they say outrageous um shouts, which are just bonkers. Apparently, one lad said that he's top three worst Liverpool players like ever. And it's like, if that's honestly your opinion, you must have been supporting Liverpool since 2018. <laughs> like, yeah. let's be mm-hmm. honest. So for me, um, again, I, I think there's been a lot of harsh criticism on Curtis Jones. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like him. I like the lad. I like him as a person. I think he's got great character. Um, yeah. I don't sound like Brendan Rodgers there, but I think I, I, do. <laughs> I, I think there's something about that kid um, yeah. where, you know, you can see like, that there is that level of like, he, when he's in with the with the older senior guys, they don't look down to him as like, oh, the kid is, no. he is mm-hmm. one of them kind of thing. And, yeah. you know, he isn't that young now, by the way, let me make that clear. He's 22, <laughs> yeah. so you kind of do expect a lot from him now. So um, I think he's delivering and I think he's uh, answering his critics because there's been a lot of them. Um, does this change any plans for the summer? Absolutely not. He's still not free centre mids, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Um, that has always been the case and that won't change no matter what happens now with... Trent Alexander-Arnold, who are going to move on to, mate, because I absolutely <laughs> waxed lyrical about him in the last stream. So I'm just going to ask you if you've got anything to... Uh, <laughs> absolutely brilliant. I'd be, I'm loving it. I'm, we all know that Trent is this good and this role. I mean, it, it, I don't want to say it's like perfect for him because the role that won Liverpool the Champions League and the FA Cup, the League Cup and the Premier League was perfect for him. But this just looks like it's t- taken him to, like it's rejuvenated him completely. It was one point, it's a oh, tiny little pa- part of the game where Liverpool lose it in the second area and he just wins it back like instantly. And he has a couple of goals. I think it may be Suchek, I might be wrong, but it just, it looks, there's a fire in his belly, whether you can go back to Xhaka being an absolute 
fool in that game and possibly even losing the Arsenal the title, you could go as far to say whether that's because of that or the new system. I think it's a bit of both, really. But it just looks like he wants it. And maybe Liverpool as a whole want it more now. As, as you said, West Ham scored, uh, went ahead. So you know, Liverpool to come back after half-time and you know, win again is really important. And Trent, I think, symbolises that a lot. It does just it seems so much more desired than he was a few weeks ago when people maybe question his attitude. But maybe he just doesn't want to doesn't want to defend. Listen, if he gets told to defend, you meant to defend, but he maybe, maybe he's just a bit fed up at that, which I suppose you can say fair enough. <laughs> yeah, but that whole attitude thing for me, I, I remember sticking up for him at the time and he's always played like that for me. He's yeah. always played like the game's too easy for him. Mm-hmm. Um even when he was getting 15 assists a season, he always played with like a relaxed, laid-back attitude. And I think obviously when it's when it's going good, people don't mind it when he is getting assists, when he is playing well. But obviously when it goes a bit wrong, obviously I think that's when people can have an issue when they see Trent not really yeah. probably doing as much as he should. And look, when we're sensible Liverpool supporters on this channel. I don't have any <laughs> um, silly billies on air, but we all knew what Trent was going to do and how he was going to turn up. And, you know, even if okay it took him until the end of the season to get back to his best that's how it's going to be and this new role again nobody knows if this is a permanent thing or if this is what we want to do just until the end of the season but it certainly certainly confirmed what we probably already know that Trent Alexander-Arnold is good enough to be as good as anybody in midfield um, mm-hmm. and he is like you know three or four games in a row now he's done that and you know it's just a huge credit to him credit to Klopp for you know, put putting his neck on the line with that because he could have easily done it and it not exactly worked and then he would have the blame for it. But he's done it and it has worked and we're all absolutely loving Trent right now. You know, he's looking like his old self. He's playing with confidence. He's playing with a smile on his face. Um, mm-hmm. He's played a few amazing over-the-top balls again today. Yeah. And again, like, we never for once, like, doubted that he'd, he'd lost no. that. He just mm-hmm. wasn't really getting the chances to do it before. But, um, yeah, I love the guy. Um, got him on my away shirt from last season. Definitely <laughs> going to be getting him on one for next season as well. Um, <laughs> listen, he's just he's just amazing. He just is. And <laughs> anybody in Tonight, the world, he was anybody watching this show um, that disagrees, then you're a fool, man. <laughs> you're honestly. And I'm, I'm sorry. I've seen this Wambasaka stuff come up again. Oh. <laughs> I thought we'd stop with this. <laughs> yeah, that is the a biggest few slide tackles, nonsense. and apparently he's as good as Trent. Uh, the Wan stuff is awful. I mean, the credit he gets for being some sort of world class defender baffles me enough anyway, but never mind comparisons to Trent. But that's I a whole other topic, isn't it? imagine if he played against Vinicius. Well, yeah, you will have to imagine it because you're not getting to that Super Cup final, which you probably thought you were going to get to. So you will have to imagine it. Uh, but anyway, let's uh, forget about them. Um, where was we? Uh, yeah, let's just let's just talk about the next game. But first of all, we've got Ragnar Klavan in the, in the building. Um, famous for the Ragnar Klavan turn. Who was that against, by the way? Remember who that was against? Uh, Anybody knows? It was a couple of games, know. wasn't it? You've done it a few times. Yeah. I just remember that they had it against Bailey. <laughs> what exactly. a oh, the lock on assist. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that iconic moment, that. Um, I remember there was a tweet from the FPL account. Goal, Ragnar Klavan, assist, lob. And I, like, I think it was not soon after Liverpool's time Van Dijk as well. It was, it was poetry, yeah. really. <laughs> Absolute quality. Uh, Next game, Tottenham, mate, Sunday. Uh, we're back in action in just a few days. But I believe it's now three home games for Liverpool in a row. So how massive mm-hmm. is that for us, mate, in this running? 
Well, yeah, it's helpful, but to be honest, Liverpool have shown a bit of a you know a way form, dare I say it, you know, last two last two wins, Leeds and tonight. So you know, I don't think maybe that should be too much of an issue, but it's nice to have three home games and about um whether whether it makes any sort of difference. I think Liverpool just have to wait and see with other results. Obviously, massive game, uh, massive couple of games tomorrow night with Everton and Newcastle, then United Tottenham. I don't want to say it's all gone top four, but it does seem that way. But, you know, Liverpool have to just have the fingers and toes crossed for a couple of lucky results, really. But Tottenham on Sunday, I think it, we'll have to wait and see for Tottenham's reaction after that Newcastle game uh, tomorrow night. But Liverpool Liverpool normally do do Tottenham. So I'd be surprised, well, apart from apart from last season when they needed it for the league. But yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> Sorry for bringing that one up, but yeah, yeah I think I, I would I would anticipate a, a win. It'd be nice to see Trent's role oh, yeah. uh, again because a big team. He's done it against Arsenal. Um, you know, he's one of the so-called big six. It'd be nice to see how he develops and you know how the role kind of gets better for him, or maybe maybe mm-hmm. even worse. You know, it's nice, just nice to see how it how it works out against one of the big teams. Yeah, hundred um, percent. Look, I'm confident for Tottenham. Um, from what I've seen of them, mate, there's no reason yeah. to be. Obviously, mm-hmm. they've got individual brilliance that there's, you know, King can mm-hmm. just do something mad, which he he has done a few times against us in the past. Um, but apart from him, I'm not really not really bothered about. No, team. yeah. Uh, obviously, Richarlison, if he if he gets on the pitch, will probably have the bit between his teeth. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, no, I'm I'm confident. Like you say, mate, three home games in a row. Top four. Am I thinking of it like as a possibility? No. But all we can mm. really hope now is just keep ticking off these wins one by one. Yeah. And in a few weeks' time, May the 28th, we look at the table and see where we are. And if it's yeah. Thursday nights, so be it. That's what we deserve. Mm-hmm. If it's Champions League, absolutely happy days. But it probably will be Europa League. I think, you know, there was a, um, there was a doubt whether it would be Europa League or Conference League at one point. But I think we're all pretty certain it's going to be Europa League minimum now, right? Yeah, well, especially with Brighton losing tonight. Uh, Villa, yeah. I think Liverpool got a game in hand in Villa. I might be wrong with that. We'll have to double we check. Have, yeah. But yeah um, so, uh, you know, for it seems, I mean, yeah, I, I don't really have any Liverpool, deserve, have you said, they deserve it. There's no, you know, you can't get past that. If they do, if they do finish there, you can't really say, oh, because Liverpool have been bad this season so yeah. you, like as simple as that they have been I'm sure every single one of them would go yeah you know what you're right because they haven't been good uh, Thursday nights we've seen it up before in the club albeit his first half of the season we've seen some of the greatest nights at Anfield uh, in that competition oh, on the club absolutely so <laughs> we could see it again we could see Man it United. again oh. yeah United Dortmund Villarreal some of the great Pacatino go away dinks the hair is one of my yeah. favourite goals unbelievable in the games like probably such, top like, five yeah Griffin games so Liverpool have a chance to like alternate the team as well with the group stages so it, maybe if, it could even you know it's, it's maybe stretching a little bit but it could even tempt Kelleher to stay really um, if you tell Kelleher you get every single one of them European games maybe 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 they keep them, but if they get a 30 million bid, you never know. But it's just one of them where it keeps everyone kind of happy. I mean, I'm looking at the positives. You want to be in the Champions League, but Thursday nights aren't, you know, it's not the end of the world. And it could go on to deliver some fantastic nights at Anfield yet again in European football. So I'm saying the trophy clock's not won as well. Yeah, I'm not go and go and get it. it. Win it, yeah. But but if you're in it, go and win it. If you're oh, in it, go and win it. Conference League as well, though. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, never we'll see. <laughs> yeah, um, 
Absolutely, mate. But um, yeah, I think I think we're gonna wrap up there tonight, guys. I think we're gonna leave it short and sweet. Uh, you know, it's getting on a bit. We we are gonna try and do them after games uh, whenever we can. But as you can see, there's no thumbnail. Sometimes hard to get everything prepared for straight after a game. But um, make sure you stick around, guys, because um, next season. We're going to be doing preview streams as well for games. We're going to try and get some fans on from other clubs to join us and discuss the the upcoming fixtures. Uh, we're just going to try to get more and more content out. We, you know, obviously we, we've struggled a bit at times this season, uh, just because everyone's got different things going on. But we appreciate all the support, all the likes, all the subscriptions. You know, we're going to try and get to a K as soon as we can. We're going to try and get more guests on the show. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for commenting. Ragnar Clavin, Jerry Byrne. <laughs> Uh, Big John, Angel Kelly and Eunice massive appreciation to you all anybody who's watching on the replay or anybody who's watching that hasn't commented, massive appreciation to you guys as well, so uh, take care guys and we'll see you after the top mm-hmm. see you all Sports Social Podcast Network <laughs>